0: And here they come. Loud, O'Brien, O'Neill, Conlon, White, Coleman, Bean Riley, Cunningham, O'Donnell, Lynch, McDonald, Rowe, smith Blood and Meehan. Breaks inside to Stephen White. The one man that can do it and he's done it. A goal for Lowe. Carlo Hanlon, a vital touch. Now he's Stephen White to his right. This must be it. It is. I don't believe it. Kildare must be out of the
1: at midfield, wearing number eight, the first all-star ever from Laud, would you welcome Paddy Keenan.
0: Arguably the most popular of tonight's winners, Paddy has led from the front for Laud since his championship introduction in 2003. Here's a chance for Rooney, what a goal by J.P. Rooney! And then it happens, Bean sends in from the sideline and Sean Cunningham finishes it at the net, Laud are in front. And here it is. Now they're all Ireland champions for
1: the third time. Hello and welcome to another Loud and Proud Tipping Point, sorry, Talking Points podcast. Not Tipping Point just yet. And we'll go through it all. I'll go through the team to begin with. I will give the run of the game, how the game went, we'll hear from Wayne, disappointed Wayne, and then I'll have the talking points at the end. Um, so right, let, let's get into it. The team, it was much changed, the team, there was a couple of positional switches as well as five new, five uh, changes. From the team that started again, Longford. Um, Cole McKeever missed out through injury. We knew that kind of beforehand. Bornsey gets injured during the week. He's out as well. And then um, Conor Gray's came in for Bornsey, He the book, came back into the side for Conal. And then Bevan Duffy, Fergal Donahue and uh, Paul Matthews came into the side. Sorry, Declan Bourne was injured as well. Uh, although he was on the bench today, he didn't he didn't get a run uh, with it due to injury. But uh, Bevan came in for Jerry Garland on the forty, and Fergal Donahue for Andrew Mooney. So the, the the starting team was Craig Lynch, Daniel Corcoran, Dermot Campbell, Fergal Donahue Owen Callaghan. Emma Carlin, John Clutterbuck, James Calliff, Tommy Dornan, Liam Jackson on the wing, Bevan Duffy on the forty, Paul Matthews on the wing, Kieron Downey inside Roman in that Roman role that Andy played last year, and then Connor Grimes and Sam Mulroy inside two fellas inside. Um, like I said, like I, I said in the my team podcast during the week. It's either one or the other, and it was fairly effective with Sam up front. It has to be said, um, with Grimesy inside alongside him, Um will be interesting to see when they're all fit, when Decky, Casey and Barnes are all fit, who's going to get the nod, because there's serious competition in there. I know it's not going well at the moment, but there is competition, and there is steady, healthy competition in there. Um, as well, but before we get into that, we, we'll go into the into the start of the game, and you could tell, you could sense that it, it was a nice day in Droyde. There was um, there was a bit of a breeze blowing, a bit blustery, kept getting picking up and picking up and picking up. You could feel it in the stand; it was whipping across you and um, blowing into the Droyde United uh, goals. And uh, you didn't really sense that until the game transpired, and then. Tipperary came out and they started very lively. The Liam Boland clipped over a point. Well, we started very lively. We, we had the first opportunity with um, John Clutterbuck clipped the clipped the shot wide and it, coming back into the side it didn't do his confidence. The world were good missing that one, but um, we he still had it. He still had a, he had a really good game. He yeah, delighted his back into the side. Um, but then, yeah, sorry, Liam Boland clips over the first point. Then Sweeney adds a free to put them 2-0 up after 8 minutes but would you believe it they wouldn't score for the next 30 minutes as Loud really put put the clampers on them and you could see how hard they were working how hard were Loud working they were making tip go sideways slowly making them ponderous in their faces but they were also hunting in packs it wasn't just one lad hunting it was like like nearly the way uh, you see those teams in the Bundesliga tackling and hounding and hassling Harry, and the three or four men in it. It looked like a collected, like a, a systematic thing the Wayne has, where three lads get around the ball and, and pressure the marker and go into that tackling zone. And it worked. Up, we really worked the up rate, up the work rate, and then we started up in the scores as well. Liam Jackson broke in, uh, probably more suited to the wing. Would play would have played a lot of his football in midfield, obviously underage in RD community school in RD. um, uh, Instead of half back, he probably likes to be more advanced role because he can clip points as well. He used his pace to good effect. Sent in a really really good high ball into Sam, and it was a really athletic catch. Sam caught. Sam flicks over the mark, and then you could tell that Sam his confidence was up. He gets the next score then from play and then uh, Ember Carlin comes up in the back and we're starting to get on top. Carlin kicks a wonderful point from way out with the wind at the back, just whipped it over and uh, we were getting the space this week. We were sucking them in and we had loads of space to run into and we were were playing quite well at this point Uh, but the wide tally just kept increasing all the the while Um, and then Mulroy again got a classy point really got the end of a good move and he clipped it over his left foot then Tommy picks up a clever mark in the 14 yard line but we did miss marks in between there was a possible goal chance and Conor Grimes took a shot and I think there was Jackson and Downey inside of him he could have clipped it in and developed it after uh, Liam Jackson intercepted uh, them coming out with the ball but still we went in 5-2 ahead at half time and you thought Jesus we're, we're going quite well here We're we're working hard we're playing well in Drauda. We're attacking him. We look lively. We look full of energy. Kieran Downey was buzzing about the place. Uh, Tommy was getting in a lot of possession. Like I said, Clutterbuck was good. Um, Owen Callan really composed in possession, really dominant and forced himself on the game as well. Craig Lynch's kickouts were working. We were uh, we're going long. We were getting up the field um, with energy. And then, like I said, Sam was playing well inside. He had the confidence up. And then well, things went from good to better. The start of the second half we come out and uh, Tommy Dornan bangs a goal. Lovely move um, off Grimesy. Flicks it out to him on the run off the shoulder. Looked like he's going to just clip it over um, into the road end in the right corner. Just going to clip it over. But he kind of underheaded, say hit the studs underneath his boot. Tommy would probably say he was going for a pint, but... It deceived Evan Comerford in the goals and it just looped over his head and it went in. We put us 1-5 to two points up. Uh, so that was like a six-point lead with uh, like with, with us on top, playing very well, very structured, uh, very hard to break down. Tipperary still haven't scored, haven't had any opportunities or we turned them over at will. We were finding the space. We were full of confidence because we, we started the game you could see we weren't playing with confidence. We, we allowed them to get into the game and let them take control. We uh, took us two points down to get into it. But then Sweeney lands a, lands a point then uh, from the sideline. That gets their score in 38 minutes. So that's half an hour elapsed. And then they go on a four 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 point to no-score run. Uh, Fox comes up kicks the point, really clever little player, always has been when he comes to draw, or played against Loud, picked up a load of possession on the wing, gets through an awful lot of work, then Kevin O'Halloran came off the bench, he kicked in a really nice point, using the wind, and that was a swirl, that was the one under the stand, just outside the boot, and that kind of set their imaginations flowing, because we weren't going to see the goal, we were packing the defence, we were, we, were, we were pressuring any shot, we were making them run out of ideas, and O'Halloran uh, came off the bench, clipped over a point. Then Fatty uh, <coughs> came in, started centre back instead of Robbie Kiley. It was quite impressive, so he was now. But um, well, he's been around a long time. But he picked up, uh, it was a training ground move, Jack Kennedy in the 40. The midfielders cleared away, popped it to Kennedy. Kennedy took it in the middle of the field, popped it off the shoulder to Fatty. And Fatty came up the field and kicked the point with the wind at his back to make it 1 5 to 6, a two point game. But then Loud dug their heels in. Sam responds with a free. And then, um, we go again and we get the next score, another Sam free after a really cynical piece of play from, uh, I think it was number seven for, uh, uh, no, it wasn't seven. I think it was, uh, yeah, it was bowling maybe, number 13. Paul Matthews plays a lovely ball into uh, Sam who's in oceans of space, isolated on his own. Gives it to. Uh, John Clutterbuck coming off the shoulder and Clutterbuck's clipped down, and it was there was a definite goal chance on, um, but yeah, so that cynical foul meant one seven to six. We're back five points ahead or four points ahead. Looking good. Looking like we will hold out. And um, then another sub comes on, Maloney, Alan Maloney, and he was the difference. He really swung it in their favour. Literally swung in the favour Got the the ball under the stand Outside the left boot Nothing else on really Just had a shot Had a pop shot Swerved outside the left Over the bar Then Kennedy wins a free kick Sweeney gets another free Um, That was his third and final point In the afternoon Then Maloney With another one Identical Outside the left And then that's the draw match. 10-all. And then you're going into deep into injury time. We have the ball. We had the ball a couple of times before that. Um, give it away. Back up the field. Fox, Fox works with it. I haven't kicked one to the goalie's hands just previously. Gets it in the right corner. turns, swivels. composes himself, Shows the poise to flick it over the over the bar to make it 11 points to 1-7. They're going to 5 point scoring run. And we tried so hard. We just couldn't get the ball out. We uh, were just couldn't get it beyond the middle of the field. we were pinned with that wind that just picked up and picked up, and it was just crushing. Really, it was just so annoying because they put in such a good, good effort. They work really, really hard. They showed their, their, like I said, there's a, there's a nice little team in there, in there somewhere. No, but there really, there really is. Uh, I know I'm the bloody eager to have an optimist and positiveness but there is definitely glimpses there, we showed it in the goal, we showed it in a couple of moves, showed it in Sam's quality, creativity, building attacks as well, and the liveliness, and just to be stung, be stung by that late goal, was just an absolute killer, or oh, by that late point, to lose, not even get a draw out of it, you would have taken a draw, um, but yeah, so that's that's how you, you. if you think I'm disappointed, you really hear Wayne now, Wayne, Wayne opens with that, uh, but that's it, yeah. So that's the run of the game. Tipperary eleven, Loud one seven. Uh, we'll hear from now from Wayne.
2: Wayne, you'd have to bring a major, think, improvement performance-wise on last week. Uh, but unfortunately, you know that's no consolation given the end result.
3: Yeah, that's it. It's just it's pretty heartbreaking to be honest. When the boys did put in the performance, just yeah. not to get over the line and um, We were hanging on there at the end and then they just got the noses in front. It was the wind that a big factor in, in terms of. Um, we kicked a lot of weights with the wind in the first half. That's what we're thinking about initially, anyway, in the analysis of the game. But yeah, look, the performance was, was much improved and the boys gave everything but as you say, it's just not really a consolation at the minute.
2: And I mean, they kicked the five, the last five scores of the game, you just didn't uh, produce enough in front of the post, enough opportunities perhaps, so look, you can't argue with that uh, statistic.
3: Yeah, the finish very strong, and uh, every time the, we did break away, and then we just couldn't connect up to the forwards, and we were making mistakes, and we were turning the ball over, and we were giving it back cheaply to them, And in fairness, to kick some uh, really nice points, but... Um, yeah, look if we just had kept them a couple of points ahead, like you know, it probably would have Easy, yeah. panicked them a little bit and starting to go for goals but we just as you said we couldn't we couldn't get them a couple of scores in the last quarter of the game, like to really keep us right.
2: But so frustrating the fact that you got the first score of the second half the goal, I think it was a six point game at that stage, they came back at you, but it was a four point game then a little bit later on and to, to throw away those leads though would be very frustrating I'm sure as a manager.
3: it, it would surely yeah, but look we knew they were gonna finish strong because they had the with the barks and they knew have, you know a lot of pace and power of some good forwards up there um, so we saw and new that would come at us really strong but if we had to keep it um if we just had to keep chipping away and maybe get a, a couple of scores as you said in the last quarter we would have just kept our noses in front and whereas you know the momentum was with them strongly um, you know going into the last few minutes and it was always very difficult we just basically couldn't get up front at all so um, look it's disappointing them um, the way it planned out but you know um, there's there is positives to take from it
2: i so suppose the game opened up here in the second half the first half score is very difficult to come by at both ends of the field wayne
3: yeah that's what i'm saying we, we, i think we kicked seven i'm not sure what their stats are but um you know we thought we created a chance we were a little bit more direct today and we got from back to front a little bit quicker and you know we did create some some good opportunities but you know we seven ways probably a little bit too much but you know we still had a couple of point lead three point lead at half time so we were happy happyish as I said, we knew they'd come strongly at us, and it was just a question of whether we can keep chipping away at the points. And you know, we we couldn't do that really.
2: You know, the first this, today, the first of your four home games uh, Wayne, and you know, an emphasis has been put on the fact that you need to win your home games. Uh, it didn't happen for you today, but certainly it was an improvement on the performance. A lot of the performances we've seen here in Drought in recent times. Yeah, like, I know we
3: didn't get it. Any- like you, you can't be playing draw with it today, you know what I mean? like the boys covered the ground really, really well upon a serious intense performance, like um, I don't think you could you could argue about that. So yeah, look at uh, we've another home game next week. Um and we, as we were saying to the boys in there if we just replicate that performance and you know get dot the A's and across a few T's like you know we will get we will get the win that we deserved
2: and a few more uh, added to the treatment team with Ryan Bournes one or two others still uh, missing what's, what's the latest state of play yeah. just, again another short turn around to the next
3: game well that's it it's, it's a hectic schedule but yeah we lost Bournes either the night of training which was another blow you know maybe he might have bridged the gap today who knows but uh, yeah it's something that's really you know it's inflicting us greatly at the minute you know but um, we have to keep going like we've tweaked a few things here and there and hopefully get a few more lads back uh, as soon as possible
2: to lose your first two games though you know in the overall scheme of things how difficult is it now going to be in terms of well first and foremost is to, to, is to try and stay up in this division Will?
3: well look it's, it's a diff- really difficult division whether you're trying to get promoted or you're trying to stay up so Um, But look, all we can do now is just try and recover. As we are saying to the boys in there, just try and recover now as best we can and try and replicate that before. There's no point we can't get promoted, we can't get relegated next weekend. We have to just put in another performance and make sure we get the win uh, next week. And, uh, you know, there's still plenty of games left. Tough games, but they're all tough. So it's just about recovery now and just trying to focus on next week. you feel there
2: was enough in that performance today now to build on for next week and pick up the necessary points?
3: Well, that's it. You know, that is the positive. The performance was much improved um, at home. Um, so, we're not at home game next week. If we produce another performance like that, as you said, with a little bit more detail on top, we'll have a very good chance of getting the win. um it's going to be tough. We've seen that in the World Cup. So, um, yeah, it's just all about recovery now and focusing on next week.
1: Yeah, gotten from Wayne really was uh, you could hear in his voice. He, he knew he was close. He knew he'd built on the performance. He uh, emptied the bench. Everything was just couldn't stem the tide. Just really couldn't stem the tide of their momentum. Couldn't break it up. And uh, right, we we'll get into the we we'll get into the talking points, and one of them is uh, naivety. This team is uh, it's it's young, very young. It's inexperience, you're losing a lot of experience in the winter there and you just feel ah, so, oh, it's very hard to say it, but maybe not on the line or something, someone needs to pull it down, get an injury, make the cynical play, get a row going, tie the laces, something like that just to break it because it was just inevitable. And uh, we needed to nearly come up with a plan. Uh we just we kept an awful lot of men behind the ball in the first half when we had the wind. We should have pressed right up on them. They got a few kickouts away. Short that just killed us. Got us up. Got them up the field. Uh, when we didn't do it, uh, they didn't do it to us in the second half. They didn't let us out with anything at all. So that's just a little bit naivety on our know, parts. So that's the first talking point. Um, <laughs> second talking point would probably be um, Dermot Campbell. I, I uh, earmarked Emma Carlin to go back in on Conor Sweeney. But Derrick Campbell held his place to full-back and played very, very well. Uh, I'd say it's a long time since Conor Sweeney didn't score from open play or even get a mark under the new rules. <coughs> he was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. He was tight, he was composed of the ball. He looked at home, he looked solid option and it, it allows Emma Carlin out to feel as well, all the better. Because Carlin then was quite tight and Jack Kennedy. Kennedy looked average. Um, with Carolyn marking him he didn't really have an influence on the game either he kicked the free that was it um, wasn't as influential as he normally was um, but yeah no the spine there of the full back and centre back which is relatively new first season Carolyn's played um, centre back for loud anyway and really for for the Blues as well and on a, on a consistent basis he would have usually been in the full back line <laughs> Um and then Stamper Campbell's first season, first full season. I just he's going. He's only going to get better and better. Um. Yeah. So the next one. Um. What's the next talking point? <coughs> I will go with the positiveness. Uh, yeah, you're all laughing. Positiveness, but we really are. We're 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 really working on something here. There's loads to take from this performance. Um. It was bad last week against Longford because you didn't even get that performance. You just got a kind of a loss and a, a passive loss. Today it was a loss, with, but with spirit. And they showed heart and they showed energy. And they showed like they, were, they kind of knew what they were doing. They were definitely more direct and had more more of an idea and aware of it all about what they were doing and what they were trying to do. And it worked. It worked for deep into additional time. Until we were t- until we were beaten, like I don't think anyone would have marked us down to even get close to Tipperary, a team that came down from Division Two last year, and especially with our recent record again, to run them that close is is gut is gutting. But the positives are there. Um, we're building a team. We're building uh, energy into the team in the half forward line. We're getting an idea of the two inside, and probably Downey's probably our best man now in that Roman role. Out the field, spine of the team is fairly solid. <coughs> um, you have the likes of Dermot Campbell, Carlin just mentioned, Tommy in the middle of the field, Sam and Connor probably hold a place now going for going into the awfully game. downy Roman as well. So the team looks like he's taking shape with a big game against Awfully next. And uh, the next talking point I have is the youth. Uh, it was the youth that really shone today. Owen Callahan really was good today. Paul Matthews had his best game for Loud so far in his young career. Liam Jackson was brilliant. Showed what he's all about. And then Carlin and Dunhu as well. Solid. And you really, you don't you realise how young these chaps are. Um in their only their bed like years for for Loud and they're having to be leaders and they're having to step up. Having to carry an awful lot of responsibility, but they're but they're relishing it. You can see it. They're playing well. They're good chaps. They're good players. They're good loud men, and they're really uh, they're really going to improve in this campaign. Uh, it's like nearly like that Division Two campaign where there's loads of learning from it, and they're going to be made into better players, and you definitely can see it. Um, and even Conor Early gets off the bench as well. Another young player, um, and Jerry Garland again. <clears throat> all getting the minutes, all getting it up, um, getting the reps up. So they, they'll be there, there, about pushing. So what does the mean? In the the last, yeah, it's the um, yeah, it probably is the last talking point before I go into the awfully game. The loss, I suppose, it's a bit of a killer. It really is a killer in terms, psychologically because we deserve to win that game. We deserve to get something out of the game, and. Now that's the second loss, and it's the most most crushing loss. And we're bottom of the table. No one else has no points, just us. <laughs> With hopefully getting a draw, hopefully probably a little bit better form than us going into the game. They've beaten us already. Um, we take them on next in Drahotta, and um, so we'll be a much different team from that O'Brien Cup game. We'll be much more energetic. Um time isn't running out you probably wouldn't have expected a result against Tipperary anyway uh, away to Longford is always going to be tough so now you're looking at our next few games and having seen Derry played down there's nothing really to fear with those two teams either they're not going to hammer you like the way Cork has the potential to do so there's points there to be won um, I I keep saying that four points could keep us up if we um well obviously now the other teams with the points with le- Leitrim and Offaly with a point um, but I was thinking if we go on head to heads <coughs> and say beat, beat Offaly, beat Leitrim that could keep us up because I can't see them getting other, more points and if they do pick up another win they're le- still left on three points so any mathematicians out there maybe prove me wrong but um, that's all that's the tipperary loud um, tipping points yeah, so I'll, I'll probably do something during the week on the offly game, preview it. Uh, like I did this week with the Tipperary preview, maybe pick my team as well. But I can't see it being much changed from the team that lined out barring injuries. We, we are we are decimated by injuries, it has to be said. You have James Craven, not eligible. You have Niall Sharky, not eligible with injury. You obviously. Colin McKeever. Uh, Casey as well, that's five. Matthew Corkman, was another, that's six. Off the panel, maybe more. Jerry McSorley, that's seven. And uh, Fergus Sheehy's still suspended. He'll come back in the reckoning next week. um who else was injured? Maybe there was someone else. But uh, yeah, so there's there's a uh, loss of teams there, A loss of uh, a nearly eight or nine players have named there. So that's the injury list. That's the injury front. Uh, coming up on this week's podcast, like I said, we'll be previewing the. Uh, we'll do a preview on the Offaly League game. The loud Under Twenties are out in the Leinster Championship against Offaly on Saturday in Dunleer. We'll, we'll do something on that, and then you have the loud hurlers were beaten today. Another five point loss. This time to Longford. Andrew McRae have got the goal. Um, it was a tough loss down to Longford. That leaves with no points with Monaghan at the bottom. Longford are pushing up the top with Armagh. So, although we're losing by five points, still making progress like we did uh, against Tyrone. Building a good team there. Um, with a lot of young, youthful, loud holders that want to get out and wear the jerseys. You have the, the Sheelan Cup. That's starting this Sunday. Um, so it's always nice to get the pre-season on the way. Also, yeah, you have um, all the fixtures are out. Championship draws the 13th of February, earmarked that as well. So loads happening, a lot of positives off the field with with, uh, with County Board getting the fixtures out, and that's really good. New website as well, check that out, lowga.ie as well. So all good. Uh, i keep a positive on, on the pitch anyway. I'll try and keep them positives going. Good, I have to say, I'm really good after today, It's a real kick in the stomach uh, to go that close, uh, but anyway you'll get me on Loud and Proud on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and Loud and Proud on Soundcloud as well, thanks very much for listening, really really appreciate it
0: Chick don't want to know, forget her The boys are back in town boy- You know that chick that used to dance a lot Every night she'd be on the floor shaking what she'd got Man, when I tell you she was cool, she was red hot I mean she was steaming left Janice's face. Man, we just fell about the place. If that chick don't want to know, forget her. The boys are back in town. Boy- you know that chick that used to dance a lot? Every night she'd be on the floor shaking what she'd got. Man, when I tell you she was cool, she was red hot. I mean, she was steaming. Space. Man, we just fell about the place. If that chick don't wanna know, forget her. The boys are back in town. The boy- you know that chick that used to dance a lot. Every night she'd be on the floor shaking what she'd got. Man, when I tell you she was cool, she was red hot. I mean she was steaming. And that time. When Janet's face, man, we just fell about the place. If that chick don't wanna know, forget her. The boys are back in town. You know that chick that used to dance a lot? Every night she'd be on the floor shaking what she'd got. Man, when I tell you she was cool, she was red hot. I mean she was steaming. Janet's face. Man, we just fell about the place. If that chick don't wanna know, forget her. The boys are back in town. Boy- you know that chick that used to dance a lot? Every night she'd be on the floor shaking what she'd got. Man, when I tell you she was cool, she was red hot. I mean she was steaming. left Janet's face. Man, we just fell about the place. If that chick don't wanna know, forget her. The boys are back in town. You know that chick that used to dance a lot? Every night she'd be on the floor shaking what she'd got. Man, when I tell you she was cool, she was red hot. I mean she was steaming. Man, we just fell about the place. If that chick don't wanna know, forget her. The boys are back in town. You know that chick that used to dance a lot. Every night she'd be on the floor shaking what she'd got. Man, when I tell you she was cool, she was red hot. I mean she was steaming. Janet's space we just fell about the place. If that chick don't wanna know, forget her.